We were here with Stephanie, <laughs> who's a real estate agent, and we met at Lagniap, the wine garden, which is one of my favorite places. Um, and, you know, we were talking, actually back then, it was before the podcast ever was yeah, started. I, think I was, was telling you my idea for the podcast. I think it was in May or something, no? It might have been more like uh, July or, yeah. or August it, or it something was, like that. I remember it being hot for sure. We were sweating. You guys yeah. were, like, you had a friend from American Airlines who just got yeah. laid off. Yeah, and then she got her job back. Yeah, good. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, I mean, we chatted, and I, you lived in Chicago, and I was like, oh, I love Chicago, and then, um, anyway, we, 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 Kind of exchange numbers, and then I told you about the podcast, and then, you know, fast forward right. uh, like four or five months, and I was like, yeah. you know, all these artists that we're hosting here on the podcast, we're always talking about how we need to link real estate agents with the the artists who have mm-hmm. art to sell mm-hmm. because real estate agents are constantly setting people up in, in new homes that need that that need more art potentially mm-hmm. have you know more space. So I was like, all right, who do I know that's a real estate agent? I thought of you and. Uh, you know, finally we're doing it. So thanks for coming, Stephanie. Yes, I'm excited now. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, so yeah, real estate in Miami is huge. So you're probably gonna be the only real estate agent for the season. So it's like, it's kind of exciting for me to just uh, figure out what that whole world is like here in Miami. But let's start, let's start from the top. So right. where were you born? I'm from Panama. I've been in Miami for about four years now. And uh, in total in the US, almost nine. I lived in the Midwest. Lived in Iowa and Chicago for a little bit, a couple cities in Illinois. And yeah, four years ago, I'm like, huh, let's try Miami. <laughs> and, you know, it was a big difference uh, with, you know, weather-wise and all that. I think that pushed me a little bit to be closer to an area that I could, like, feel a little bit more home. And I made it my home now. I, I don't think, I, I go back to Panama. I was actually there a couple of weeks ago. And it just feels like I want to be back. It kind of mm. draws you. You probably feel that now that you've been here that you some months. Be... Like you just want to be here, you know? Like, oh, yeah, when you leave here, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good to get away, so, though, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah, I mean, you want you to, to from so. anywhere. But, um, yeah, it's uh, that's a little bit of the story. And then uh, two years into being here, um, I met my broker. And I didn't have a license. And I was being, I was his assistant and we were, you know, doing projects and I do marketing and all kind of a little bit of, of that as well. And he's like, why don't you take, get your license? And I have a little bit of a background from before in Panama, working with real estate. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it. At that time, I was also, I'm getting a master. So I was doing school work and real estate school. Um, it was a hardcore month, but you know, I passed on a first chance, the test. Both tests, the school and the like, the Florida, um, the state test, test, and it was you know, it's been two years now, so I'm not super expert, but okay. I I have a a good feeling, and I have been um, busy and have a, have a, been able to get the taste of what has been happening, you know, within the last year, um, that I probably changed everybody's you know idea and life and, and desires and maybe it was a chance for a lot of people to move now which is what is happening mm. what has happened in the last six months probably maybe a little bit more um my broker is very into new construction i have a little bit of uh, taste of that as well and yeah I, I i love to do anything that possibly a person can can need from smaller units rentals uh, to a little bit higher end, anything I really right. don't have a 
yeah. you know, exclusion. You have, uh, you, are, you have access to the database, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like just a lot of people focus on one thing. Um, I, I, since I am relatively new to, to, to town, I think I, I wanted to specify in one area, like in, I like downtown Brickell, Edgewater, I even go sometimes Aventura area, but um, I wanted to do anyways within the area, try, you know, different budgets, different uh, options. So I've been enjoying it and um, it's getting busy, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure you're busy. Yeah. What, uh, what did yeah. you study back in Panama? Like, So in Panama, I studied um, marketing and sales. That was a while back in 2000. 11, 2000, yeah, 2010, I think, um, and uh, and then here, uh, three years ago, I started a master's in advertising, so I'm almost done with that. So I do that. I'm, I have a little bit of a creative creative side, and um, I don't want to say I get bored easily, but I like the both things connected, um, and yeah, it just uh, th that was my background basically and the sales part and also I worked there for developers in Panama and a couple of law offices that did um, real estate for expats uh, mostly people from the US or Canada were trying to invest in Panama so I kind of got a little bit of a uh, that was my 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 the open opening of this world to me okay you know, that makes sense mm -hmm. so you're always kind of, you had you were taking steps towards your your calling, which is yeah, I guess I, I never thought I was really gonna do that. I don't even I I mean, it just changes, and I ended up in the same thing I was doing when I moved uh, uh, out of Panama. Actually, my sister has now is doing she's doing what I used to do in that real mm. estate company. It's been now, as I said, nine years. So she she's doing the same thing now. Yeah. Um, so gives you the idea. I mean, if I ever go back to Panama, <laughs> I'll probably do the same thing. Uh, but it's uh, it's always changing, and there's some days that are frustrating, or it's hot, or traffic, or parking, or valet, and all of this stuff. But at the end, um, it's little tasks and little goals for each uh, deal that you have going on, or each you know rental, whatever that. It's never boring. No, no. It's one of the most like fulfilling or active lifestyles that yeah. you can have. Yeah. I mean, you could say high stress, but I say high movement. You it's know? movement. Yes, high of movement, course. And then sure. you, you want everything to happen, you know. So sometimes it doesn't. Like, it, it doesn't happen even for me. I, I'm looking for a house now. And I went to see it on Saturday. And I was ready. I was, I, I was going to make an offer. And then... I asked for the floor plans and the lady's like, no, we got an offer already. Like it's just, huh? it's gone. So it's an example as what it happens to me as what I say to some clients currently, you know, if you like something, just go for it. It's not that I'm going to be pushy, but it's right now. It's just, unfortunately yeah. for, for Miami, everybody in real estate in Miami, uh, probably is experiencing that and, and sales are up single family homes are like this little there's like really not a lot of inventory so yeah it, it, based on that and you know your other life duties it just gets busy but it's it, not it's yeah. not boring it's not uh 
um, it's exciting in a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be in pursuit, you're making yourself vulnerable just by being in pursuit of something. So always, you know? yeah, always not in, yeah, whatever thing you do, I guess. Um, but you know, it's, uh, for me, real estate is more than you're, you're looking for someone's home. You're going to sleep there. You're going to do cooking and have family friends over. So besides the commission that I might make, I think you know, it's it's uh, it goes beyond the commission. It goes to the connection that you will have, a potential friendship you could even mm. make with that person, or a referral that you could get after. It just re- it is rewarding, actually, more than just the the money side. It's is rewarding, and and I'd like to get you know referrals, or it just makes you know you know you're doing well, you're doing good, you're doing something that is not just a job. It's just uh, and I think anything that you do with that mindset of it's not just the money it's not just the job or it just you'll you'll be happy with it yeah i mean it's <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge decision that you're helping guide people so it's obviously you feel fulfilled if you're doing it well um yeah. so how do you how do you actually i guess you have an advertising background um marketing when you were first getting started especially what was what's one of your main sources of people uh, to show around and right whatever. so um so I got my license and then I did I was you know you have a, a standard idea of the process and the steps and everything to get you know to to get a person's a property but I did go on uh, some shadowing tours with a couple of my colleagues in my brokerage um, just to you know, even though I was a little rusty, I would say, so I wanted to see how they were doing and the the whole, I, I like to learn. So I think that helped me a lot. And maybe you can have them in a future podcast. Yeah, They're sure. super smart ladies and I respect them a lot. I still call for some questions or, you know, some support. Um, and after that, my, my broker actually has an amazing, uh, uh, platform and uh, we sometimes get leads Mm. Um, we advertise we do a little Instagram we do talking like I spoke to you and I met you I I'm I try to be as friendly as possible so you know you never know sometimes you're walking getting coffee or whatever and then you get into a conversation and then you get a referral lead that might not happen the same day but you know that that's super cute Um, (laughs) that you potentially you know will get a, 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 a sale, a lease or whatever it can be. Yeah. So that's how it started. And um, yeah, it, it, it was my, my broker was very helpful in that area. Still is. So now you're, you're basically relying mostly on referrals, like, or what? Yes, a little bit. I, I would say a, a, a 40%. I, I still have a clients from before people that I know and also the the leads that the, my broker refers me to and if he has somebody interested in something he has a as I said a great platform his website and all of that ads he promotes his agents very well so um, we do videos YouTube and stuff like that so that's he 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 focuses on expanding our reach out there 
So that's my my main uh, way that I get clients. Okay, and mm-hmm. so does your broker like he has a roster of agents, right? And there's maybe he's probably advertising on you mm-hmm. know Google Ads or, or right. Zillow or whatever. Right. Um, does he? So I'm assuming he has he kind of knows everyone's style. Does he give you leads saying, oh, that's a Stephanie type of person? Kind Does he know? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you describe think, your style? I think that, <laughs> uh, I think he has, we are, it's a small uh, brokerage. We're about nine, eight or nine, including him. And so we all live in different areas. So that's the main thing. So um, he knows that, for example, uh, one agent lives in Aventura. So that agent most likely knows her area or his area. And that'll be one go. Second thing is an availability because sometimes say I'm here, my phone is, I'm not checking my phone, so I might not get the call or the text mm-hmm. from the office uh, assistant that is saying, hey, there's seven, there's a lead for such place or whatever. And then uh, also the third thing is your experience and your uh, your style. Like I think for me, I'm, I I I am I'm, I do much, pretty much everything. So anything that is available or um, I do a lot of leases. Um, Brickle and Edgewater are my, my main areas. Uh, but sometimes people go online and they reach and they contact us directly me or in the office for because they want they think they Miami is South Beach so they want to be on the beach but they realize you know maybe um, I don't know, they're going to be working in Brickell and they know that the bridge is going to take a time or maybe they have kids and they don't find it enough, um, you know, a good square footage in South Beach. So you kind of analyze that. I, I like to take the information, know what they do, um, what's their plan, how many people are going to be living in the, in the house, in the uh, condo, and then guide them maybe to another area, open their possibilities and, uh, you know, get them the, the better thing they can get for what they right. they want they need so yeah speaking of like opening up their possibilities how often do you do you have it in your process to like follow up on them see how they're oh, doing yes. or yes. see if you can help refer recommend any any spots or so the follow-up thing is a is great also if ever my broker will listen to this he has an amazing platform for that can I say yeah. so it's high rise is a is a CRM for for real estate I'm sure a lot of companies use it and we have tasks I put all the information in there sometimes I'm behind on the notes but it's a constant reminder I get a text I get an email because sometimes you have 30 people at the same time 20 people at the same time that everybody's asking for something you send them the information but how do I remember like the text message I mean my phone is no has no battery right now. I'm just texting the whole time and trying to follow up and making appointments. So that platform has you has been so helpful. The following up with the emails, a little text message, you're gonna get a feel of what they like the most. Not a lot of people like the calls. Um, so a lot of text messaging is you know a good tool to full follow for follow ups, and uh, you know then you go see the unit and then they like it or not and the constant communication i think if you forget somebody for a week they're gone because they're going right. to find somebody yeah how competitive it's is not it because i know it's, i used so it's a funny story i actually i first tried real estate in boston because mm-hmm. i was working on a startup of mine i was driving uber i like i was just doing some djing and mm-hmm. i was like i wanted to like try being a real estate agent right, i thought right. it would be fun and right. so i you know because i had a friend who had like a mini little brokerage mm-hmm. and so i did it i passed the test 
And then oh, cool. <laughs> it was hilarious. So I, I got access to the whole database and, um, you know, I got one lead. And then I remember, um, so we were, I was, we were showing him around, I think it was like uh, Brookline area. Um, I remember like taking like one, one person around and then like, losing the key <laughs> like, like oh I, I lost oh, the key I have completely. some stories if you want to hear some of the story yeah it's... i was just like oh my god um <laughs> well so here's the deal like i'm i'm kind of like a health nut and back in the day i used to let's be real i'm just gonna say it smoke marijuana right and it was just not a good mix <laughs> like i was just like kind of being be. high and then it was just like no like you don't want your real estate agent to be high that's the yeah. last no, thing no, you so don't. That was just not gonna ever work for me at that time. Yeah. <laughs> and even yeah. now, I'm not. That's not like who I am. Like I don't want to be on my phone all day long. You know, tech, it's just like yeah. it's kind of like my sisters are doctors, and yeah. I could never be a doctor. I could never be right. a real estate agent. But right. I love to learn more about well, that you, world. You 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 find out that you it wasn't for you. So that's yeah. good. You know, it never stayed in you. Or like you're gonna be ninety, you're gonna be like, oh my god, I should have tried that. You tried. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's, you gotta, a, that's a good thing. Check mark. Check this. Bye bye. Oh, I'm like a huge check yeah. marker guy. Oh, when I'm too. when I'm traveling, I'm like, I want to see all this stuff. I'm not yeah. sure when I'll be back. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. if I rush through it, I'll come back someday. Right, exactly. Um, but it's it's about you know it's it's so fun to wear different hats, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of real estate agents out there have are people who wear a lot of hats, or or it's not usually their first job. Like no one goes to school for real estate, right? right? So, um, what kind of people do you think uh, really excel in real estate? Obviously, you have to love people. And you have to be really professional. Mm-hmm. But as far as like, what's what would you say is like one secret of being an amazing real estate agent? I think if I go back to to the the real estate course I took, I love my teacher. By the way, he was amazing. I think that the ones that pass tests and continue, and I know that are in real estate probably are. I don't know. I didn't talk to everybody, but we had a little group of ten. I think maybe three of us um continue i think a lot of people go in thinking of the money but i think that the key is just being a people's person because you're gonna be out there you're probably gonna have to go to uh networking or you know uh maybe talk to somebody that you don't know that lives in new york or boston la whatever and you don't know them you're gonna be texting with them for like a month before they come here so I think that knowing, not being, um, you could be an introvert. I don't, I don't care. I don't. It's, it's okay. But just knowing, caring. I think yeah. in my, in my, in my case, and also person that has, it doesn't matter if there's like obstacles, you're gonna get up and go because, I don't think I, you know, a lot of people make anything or close anything maybe for three months. You have to have that mm. that mindset. Like it doesn't matter. You showed five properties today or you did you know 20 showings a week and you didn't get anything yet so that is another thing Hmm. you're gonna have obstacles but you have to get up and go and and try it again so i think those two things being a people's person and and not giving up i guess (laughs) yeah no i mean it's basically a sales job an outside sales job you can be really persistent um, I got more into inside sales mm-hmm. and once you, it's kind of addictive. Once you get an inside mm-hmm. sales, you're just like, you, you can just pick up the phone and then yeah, you, they want like, you. So it's yeah. not, not always, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at cold calling. That's okay. kind of like what I do. But, um, so anyway, like once you get an inside sales, it's just like kind of get a little lazy, you know, yeah. but like for people who are just like, you know, 
hustlers and, and always want to keep moving and, and grinding and, and yeah, it's like a, it's, it's a certain tempo kind of life, right. which is right. a little different from like a yoga life, you know, I mean, right. I, I think yoga teachers and real estate agents are also kind of like, they don't right. come together you that probably, much. Probably real estate people need to do yoga. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So we, we actually, um, before we had, uh, uh, Amelia Garth, who's like a yoga singer, um, she, she we we're talking about doctors and yoga like they don't go together much either but like doctors should do more yoga should right. know more about the curative yeah, potential right. of yoga so yeah. same thing with real estate but um so say i was all right say i was a new person to miami i was like oh miami's warm i'm working remote and i need something i, I look around i'm not sure what i need but then i saw something in brickle but i'm not sure if i want to live in brickle but i i found my way through your brokerage and then your boss or whatever gave it to you and mm-hmm. so he linked us together. What would like? What are some of your questions now to figure out like what I value? Like what? Where do I belong? Um, you mean where you belong into like a in Miami? Area? Say I have, no, I'm really open. I'm really open to. Well, anything. I first asked for your age and 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 you know what type of work do you do? Um, I want to know you know when you want to move in because if you're looking four or five months in advance, you know we can have a conversation. But I'll call right. you in a week before the four months because you know. I'll send you some options just to get a, a taste of, of, of feedback, more of what you want, because some people are very particular. They don't want carpet, or they want you know the view to the south or to the east, or you believe in some different you know things, and so you need you know your your place to be a certain way. But I like to know a lot of as much as I can, possibly your budget, obviously, and then um, I I recommend uh, a lot of people come in saying hey I have a client the other day he wants to go to Brickle but he has three little kids they need a large unit I suggested him something else um, Ball Harbor Aventura a little bit more kid-friendly family-friendly um, larger units um, so it just uh, I, I like to take as much information as I can um, I don't push one area because at the end you know you're gonna live there but I do like to send you listings anything available uh, sometimes I send a little video that we've made in on, on our YouTube channel that could uh, help you out. Some people have never been to Miami. Hmm. And some people have been here just to the beach, so you don't know there's more. Um, so, so yeah, getting a, getting a good taste of what you're doing, uh, what you can uh, afford, and then I think I can, there's something for everybody at, at different costs. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So you all probably Miami questions like how much do you value the beach? How much do you need the beach? Or and that's probably a question that comes yeah, up. Yeah, a lot of people for sure. I think a balcony. That's I think one right. thing. And and a lot of people like higher floors and uh, water view. Doesn't matter what water you can see bay water right. or the ocean whatever. But some water view is nice. Um, that's the couple main things people like. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I actually, when I was picking out my spot here, actually I saw it on uh, I think apartments.com, and I reached out to like one of the property managers, and I saw it directly with the owner. And then I was like, you know, I was waiting on getting approved, so I was like, you know, I don't want to like feel vulnerable here. I want to like keep, I want to search a few more just so I have other options. So then I uh, reached out, and and this one great real estate agent took me around, asked me great questions, and um, so I kind of felt bad because we kind of picked a spot, and then I was like. They approve you here. One great question you, I'm just advising is always ask, like, 
Have you seen anything else? Oh, because some like, people oh, don't realize that they need yeah, to ask yeah. that because some people will just not tell you that they actually have something else that they're they really right, like and right, they're just doing right. their due diligence. The way I ask, just to make sure. So in other states, I think New York is the main example I can give. As a potential buyer or tenant, you have to pay the commission. I believe, like if if I take you around, you have to pay me a commission mm-hmm. or a fee or something. Here in Florida. Is the owner so if you if we click and you like how I work and I'm upfront with you hey you know this is how it works I'm happy I have access to everything because I think people don't want to miss out on anything but literally anything that is available is going to be on this platform that you that I have access to so if you truly want to work with me I am happy I'll show you anything you know just work with me so that's kind of like the, if they want to see it and then I tell them hey if you ha- if you see anything online or whatever send me the link and a lot of people do because communicating with a lot of agents or the owner or the property administrator is just a lot of dead ends sometimes because you're talking like three four people at the same time yeah so if you have me or one real estate agent you just focus on me and yeah I do have other clients but I know that I know what you want I have a list I have I write, wrote down anything, everything you told me on our first talk or text, and um, I make sure of that. So right. you can, you are free to go, but you know I, I have access to everything, and and I, I think that's the not in those words maybe, but that's kind of like the way I go, um, just to make sure that you feel comfortable that you're not gonna miss out on something right. because you go with me or not with this right. one or, you know. But be careful, like, it's kind of similar as, like, okay, say a guy meets a girl in the bar and they, they hit it off. Like, in some fashion, you got to ask, like, are you single or something? Because yeah. because sometimes you, you might just start it. fantasizing about someone and you, then you don't even realize that they, they're there with somebody. Yeah, yeah. And, like, same thing with a real estate agent. Like, my real estate agent never asked me, like, have you seen any other places? Or, like, because oh, yeah, that's no, a simple, you got to ask that. You don't want to waste your time. And as yeah. I said, the main thing is because people are afraid of missing out on the one thing they saw that they really really liked and because you were somewhere or busy or whatever you didn't reply so i think that's on like that's very very uh and also be upfront like sometimes i don't want to go to doral so either you yeah. know i stay around and either hey i have a, another colleague that can assist you if you only want there and then it stays there or they, you know, yeah, you know what, I thank you for your service. I mean, I don't need you or, or I found somebody else that mm-hmm. is in the area. A lot of things, uh, a lot of uh, times that happened um, when I, you know, express myself or I let them know, they say like, you know what, uh, I, I have, I actually do have a realtor that somebody referred me to. So I'm going to go with them. I have, people are honest sometimes and everybody's looking you know to get the best thing they can and not miss out so i think i'm up front and i'm okay if you don't want to work with me you know somebody else will yeah best is to find out yeah yeah just Um, this closure (laughs) your time is so valuable so like when i I did that i ended up tipping him for his time Um, it was mario silva Uh, i tipped him but maybe you know even though it probably wasn't even enough because you know time is so valuable in this industry and he spent all day preparing and but at the end of the day, definitely tip people if you don't go with them. But yeah. you should, I mean, I feel like the dream perfect experience is like a great planned, you know, timeline of four hours, five hours where you see, you know, five, six, seven places that are all already pre-vetted, like good for you. 
and then you just kind of have a feeling, okay, this is the one. I feel like the best experiences are usually like it's in, in a day. It's like okay, let's let's apply. Right. Um, so what's like the longest goose chase or like how like how many apartments have you had to show one person before before they finally found something? Um, I think I have been working with this one client, and it's not because he doesn't like the things. Actually, I'm gonna say another another example. This client uh, before 2020, uh, we saw. I think we saw, I don't know, maybe nine units. Not the same day it was, you know, she was not living, she didn't live here, she lived in Palm Beach or something like north. And it was really like, we we had to do the right thing. Like she was very specific and we always, we found the things, but then the pandemic hit and she's like, no, Stephanie, I'm not gonna move out. So she never did. So I invested time, but she was a great, a great uh i don't want to say great date but she was a great time anytime we went to see anything she is you know super knowledgeable very intelligent so i don't see it as a waste of my time but yeah we saw like nine units probably within like i don't know two months or something so it wasn't like a whole waste of one day or something but but it was you know it was even more than bad. that well that was a lot of, like mental Energy. Yeah, because, you know, like you say, you know, you just don't go like, oh, I want to see something today. And then, no, you have to prepare, make sure that you have access to the unit, make sure the listing agent, which, you know, sometimes they're so busy that they don't reply right away or they have their, you know, we have to three al align all of these people to see one unit. And if you want to see five, you have to align that to other five people. So um, that's that's the like a a little yeah. chase i guess but um and then i've had other clients that unfortunately you know the offer somebody makes an offer before them so we have to see another one or you know little things like that um and you just have to keep on going you yeah. keep on moving sounds like a lot of work to me is this is there <laughs> is there a dream of, of every real estate agent to like get into the bigger housing and the big kind of bigger deals or is that not everyone some people just like do you know older real estate agents who just like they just love doing apartments or like does everyone have I, a goal i think i have a little bit of a dream but at the same time not i know there's a lot of listing agents that have a lot of properties i've had here and there but they have like 10 listings that for that they are the listing agent meaning that the owner has hired them to promote their mm. their their uh, property um, when you're not, there's more work involved because the listing agent can just, can just say like, you know, the kids, there, just go and show it, you know, I don't even have to go, yeah. but they work for that. So I think 50% of my dream dream is to have a lot of listings at the same time. Um, not because it's easier, it's just because it, it gets me to a level that I know all these property owners. Mm. Okay. But at the same time, I don't want to give away the the chance of being on the side of the buyer or the the tenant because it's is what makes it not boring if you right. if that makes sense so i think you know you put your price on 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 what you do and what you want is to get into investments then you probably need to get those higher um higher condos higher you know little mansions and all of that but i think you know it's it's a, it's a process and um, I'm doing it everything, you know, from kind of scratch. So I am liking, I'm enjoying the process of, of getting there or doing the things and right. learning and, you know, 
but yeah, I think I think in my eyes, the listing agent part and having all these listings at the same time, like yeah. <laughs> it well, should it, it should be good. It's a good sign that you enjoy it because it'd be worse if it'd be like in pain, just like oh, I can't wait till I sell bigger stuff. Then it's probably, you're probably never gonna reach that no, because no. you're not enjoying. You're it. anxious about it. You cannot get anxious. And let yeah. me tell you, it's not butterflies and unicorns every single day. Some days, I call my colleagues. There's this one person that. She is so patient with me and she's an amazing person, a friend. She's also my brokerage. I call her, oh my God, what is this problem with these people? You know, it's just that they, they get late. Oh, I have this thing with being late. I, I can't be late. So when people are late, I get frustrated and then little Are you sure things... Miami is the place for you? <laughs> I know, right? It's Miami time. Goodness. So things like that. And you always, I feel that's another thing, another tip. You need that person in your life that is either in real estate or has some knowledge or your broker itself that kind of gives you like the chill pill, you know, hey, mentor, it's gonna be like okay. a mentor, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be okay. Just, you know, keep on going or, or take this route. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do it this way? Somebody that will, you know, cheer you up a little bit. I think that's great to have yeah. too. Definitely, uh, do, you have, do you have any like, did your mentor teach you any I mean, you say you don't really push people into places, but is there any like closing questions that are really good to help people decide? Well, I think at the way, way at the beginning, the reali reality is, do you have the money, you know? <laughs> so in a nice way, what's your budget? Where do you work? Oh, you know, we need at least this amount, pre-approval. All those little questions are key because you will realize that you're not going to waste your time or the other people, the, the owners or the, the listing agents time. That's very important uh, in the time frame. It's honestly, you know, people's lives change. Uh, a lot of people postponed things last year. Uh, I think I took very e easily the first part of the year. I stayed, you know, working slowly, getting in touch. It's just a time frame and, and the, re the reality of the financial situation. I think those two things and getting in a conversation in a, in a nice way. Because if it's not now, contact me later or I'll give you a call yeah. in six months, three months, however long it takes. Um, so that's, that's those are two things that, uh, not, not to be pushy, I asked in a, nice, in a nice way. And I always have in mind this thing. Never be uh, car sales. Not offense to anybody, but... You know, when you get to car, well, I don't, I don't think they have that here. But when they do, uh, you go to the drive uh, car sales lots, and then you're just getting in, and you have like because they all want, people. they want to be your, they want to be your. Uh, so they're so pushy, you know. But I you're already be... with them. You already took them around, bonded. So you, yeah, I feel like you honestly, you're just watching them, <laughs> their eyes, because their eyes will light up if they at a certain yeah. apartment, and you, they know. You and know. you know, and you know, they know. Sometimes it's just, you know, sometimes with the pictures, that's why before I, I go and actual invest time, unless it's like, sometimes you get people like, oh, let's do something like right now, like Sunday, right now, right now. I'm like, okay, let's go. Sometimes it's possible. Sometimes you have to send them emails. So get the, the pictures out there, you know, just get the, as much information. And that's also time, but, but at least when you're actually there, paying for the valet or looking for parking in the heat, then at least you know you're going to play that in my like. Yeah. Um, proactive and just planning, I think. You know, yeah. Have you seen a change to... since you started in maybe with COVID of the type of people moving to Miami? Have you seen any changes? Well, at the beginning, it was a lot of locals that I got. Once in a while, I got somebody from outside that wanted to rent for the winter season. Um, 
definitely I have seen these two changes in the type of people. A lot of locals that want to change residences to maybe a bigger place, a two-bedroom, a house, and a lot of people from mostly New York I, I have experienced uh, that are still keeping their residence here, there, but they want to have, they have, as you said earlier, working remotely. So, you know, nobody is, you know, checking, I guess, where they're going to be working from. So they come here, rent an additional place for, I don't know, $2,000, which is still nice. A one bedroom and brick, or you can get that in a nice building. And then they keep their 4,000 apartment, $4,000 yeah. condo in New York. And, you know, they have two places or even more probably. Um, and, um, and a, a lot of people are, are, are also, I think, uh, purchasing a one condo, a one bedroom condos, two bedroom condos. Uh, I was reading earlier a, a uh, kind of a little study, market study, uh, about the Brickell purchases, about the condo purchases in town in Miami-Dade County. And out of three sales, one was in Brickell for the last quarter, I believe. So it's uh, it's either you know locals are are going into that you know not renting anymore, but I think a big percentage is uh, people from out of yeah, state. A lot of, a lot of companies are moving to South Florida too, like big companies. Yeah. So um, that brings also either new hirees that are going to get a better salary, or you know people from other states that are going to be moving here. So we're going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, and then also the uh, with the COVID, like uh, the the interest rate is really low, right? So it's enabling people to also, to also, buy. And, also that. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So in terms of like real estate agents in Miami, there's tons. How often do you guys network amongst each other? Do you go to any networking events, or you kind of avoid each other a little bit? Well, <laughs> it's no, not your brokerage. I, I want to say that I have kept to myself in the recent months. But slowly, there are there's more uh, new construction uh, projects. Developers, for example, have touring and have little you know get-togethers, networking for um, for agents to learn about their project and to you know you know promote it uh, amongst their their clients. Uh, but before, <laughs> um, yes, uh, with my broker, for example, we would get at least once a month together. And um, also, if you belong to any type of group or, a, I don't know, any business entrepreneurship group or something, then you would go and it doesn't necessarily need to be a real estate um, a event. It can be anything, but you're a real estate agent, so you go and it can be anything, anywhere, actually. You right. know? I met people in the line at Sarah or something just talking, I, you know, Stars. send them a little message with my phone number and then they have it. And yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think slowly now there's more events, uh, being held and, and, and stuff. So, um, I, ha I haven't been really on it okay. to be honest. <laughs> All right. Where's, what's, uh, one of the most impressive areas of Miami that in terms of new developments, cause I feel like Brickell is like kind of already like been developed, right? right. Or wh where do you see the most, most like impressive development happening? I think a lot of beautiful buildings are in downtown now. Yeah. Edgewater. Um, if you just go uh, where the uh, the three ninety five crosses and you see Ten Museum Park, One Thousand Museum, I think that line there 
if you're in in the water on the other side you just see that and i think that's like new miami mm -hmm. they've been I've, i've been so um interested in in the last year i think in downtown um because they i think there was a project some some years ago that they started trying to develop the downtown area because nobody goes downtown like you don't walk in downtown right well right? you said homeless problem is still there correct in, in so streets. now with this um there's a new developments new new uh buildings or projects floor plan projects at the moment like uh, that are being uh, sold um with that idea to develop downtown so i think that in two three years when those projects are done it's going to be you know a center hopefully right. we can walk around and and um and also edgewater edgewater has you know when you cross to to the beach on 195 um those buildings in paris Bay, that little there's a bunch of i think six seven buildings that you see and there's just new miami 2018 2019 built so um it just is beautiful And it's also a Ventura, to be honest, Sunny Isles, that, yeah. that coast there, which next to the ocean, I think that's beautiful as well. And yeah, I never lived in Brickell. I go there every day almost, but um, it has its, its people, you know. Um, still a couple buildings newer there, um, recent construction, um, Brickell City Center in that area. But um, but I think downtown has is going to be it mm. soon. There's a lot of new little restaurants there, um, so I think uh, I think with all this new the the little wave of people that it's uh, getting to Miami, all those th places are gonna you know get popular, and then maybe we'll have that time that downtown is gonna be a thing, yeah, which is super cool. Well, all these new developments going up, uh, I I think what's what's unfortunate is sometimes like the parks and like the kind of good like good healthy lifestyle. Uh, infrastructure that you need kind of follows like years afterwards. Mm -hmm. So I know Daniela, like the the mayor of Miami Dade, she's works. I saw recently they like they unveiled like a new park, mm -hmm. uh, which is more probably towards sort of Doral. But oh. um, all these new places need parks. You know, like yeah. I would never live there until they have a park. And yeah. that's why I live well, here. Well, you have like Bayfront around that area. You kind of have to cross Biscayne Boulevard. Um, but yeah, I don't think in Brickell there's maybe little corner. Areas. Simpson Park, I mean. You have like your pool area in the building. Jose Marti. You have to, uh, one that I really like is the Margaret Pace Park. Oh, I play volleyball there tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's kind of cute, but it's getting small because there's so many people around now. It is a little it's, small it's, for yeah. how many people are there. Yeah. Like you want to play tennis, it's impossible. Yeah. I mean, I love dog. I have my own little doggy, but it's, yeah, you're, you're totally right. So. Um, that's why even on the weekends you see a little bit of traffic because you know people are trying to get out of town or going to the beach or getting some nature I crave that all the time yeah. as well I crave mountains for, for sure oh yeah oh yeah. I San Francisco is great everyone was just escape yeah. to go to Tahoe or yeah. to Yosemite or um, or even right across the Mount Tam so yeah I mean you want the cool thing about Miami is that mm -hmm. you were a short flight away from so much um, oh, and that's for why sure. in the summer like last summer I was just traveling every weekend different places and um, there's no excuse not to see mountains if yeah. uh, you live in Miami but you just have to like take a trip yeah, every, yeah. every few I, months. I, I've been I have two three years now going to Georgia in October it's beautiful it's just beautiful Appalachian Mountains there around the areas there's beautiful wineries is is beautiful but um but here not too far you know we want to take a 
little one and a half hour you go to Isla Morada and you have some areas in the Everglades if you want there's no mountains no no mountains <laughs> but if you want like nature you know yeah. like out, out of town well, Key Biscayne even is kind of nice yeah, to go to the, to the tip there I, which I've never been by what? the way the lighthouse is amazing last to time I would try and... to go and I guess it was too late or it was there was too many people or something they were the cars were the police were like you know turning cars up so but yeah there's 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 nature here for sure we have the big ocean around us <laughs> but the park the situation it's true I mean um, but I think people find the way around and more more so when you're new to town you just want to eat you know the whole town at once so you explore you go around um, so I think that's that's probably coming <laughs> yeah speaking of like exploring going around uh, how often do you keep the conversation going with your clients after they're in a home? So that, I guess that's part of like my, not my agenda, but like, I'm just like, okay. So we have all these painters who sell art. And then also, you know, we have, we host some of the best chefs. We host some of the best trainers. So, you know, Local Voices is kind of like this, uh, almost like this, this kind of roster of awesome people and places. Mm -hmm. And what I realized is one of the it's one of the best crowds to enjoy local voices. And so, as some of my friends that I met, I actually created a remote workers of Miami group on oh, Meetup, okay. and so oh, we do okay. Friday happy hours. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah. So yeah. personally, I just think like you know we're up to like 300 people, and we have events that have gone over like 20 people, and it just keeps growing because okay. there's so many people working remote, and they need some kind of events in their life. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even then, that's just like too small for me. So I'm just like, there's so many people moving here who. Basically, the podcast, like, yes, it could appeal to some random person in Doral who knows some characters in Miami and likes to listen to podcasts when they're driving, but, like, it's really game-changing for the people who are new to town, mm -hmm. who are trying to discover, like, what's good, and so, you know, I guess I'm still wondering how to more more precisely reach those people, mm -hmm. um, and I think my friend was telling me, it's like, real estate is the key, because mm -hmm. all the real estate agents know all the new people moving here, um, so... I guess I'm just brainstorming with you, like, what would be a smart partnership? Because <laughs> I actually have an idea. So it's called uh, a third, like, a fourth link on our Instagram would be Local Voices Picks. Okay. So, like, I already, like, I'm pretty passionate about, like, what the best bagel is, what the best pizza is, what the best, like, you know, Miami New Times has their magazine of best things, but it's very broad and, it, and they do, they just have so much in there that it's not as, it's not as precise, but I, I kind of would love to just have, like, a list of the best whatever. Right. And be like, okay, best real estate agent in Brickle. Stephanie, yeah. but like, is that good enough for you? Is, can we partner together? I'm saying like, what I'm saying is real estate agents know all the new people. So I'm just okay. saying like, it would be great. You to, need the audience. Is that what you're be, saying? I'm saying it'd be great to share the podcast with yeah, them. Of course. With all these course. new people. Listen, that is, uh, we all want to be, you know, not known, but we all want to share what the good we have to offer. So I think that, you know, I, I'm going to share this to everybody. <laughs> so all my friends and all my other the colleagues and everything, my broker even. Um, I think uh, you asked a little bit ago how I, I stay in touch with the clients or with non-clients. Maybe we didn't get to close anything. Back to the, the following up, I, I send at least 15 days or a month after they're settled in. I then check again six months later, maybe when the lease is over or mm -hmm. maybe in, I don't know, a year. I always try to keep um, them on the list. I send happy birthday or Christmas, whatever. Um, but I think that a good 
you probably have to do a little event or something or well, we throw events yeah, yeah. we did an art I walk I, I last need to week go. I, need, I didn't know about yeah. this so yeah uh definitely i mean i think a, sh a show showing that there's a lot of people move in and they're by themselves and they, they want to know people so this uh plan or ideas that you have are what people need i even need it i i have friends but not a lot i i'm, I'm happy to make more so i think that a good thing would be just you know once this is out we're gonna put it on instagram and facebook and everything and and that's how you get a little bit of of uh reach and um and yeah i mean it, word of mouth i think that's that still works right mm -hmm. you conceivably see do you guys have an email list do you guys send out like an email blast or anything i think that I think in the office they do for, for example, if there's a good deal going on or uh, a new project coming out to existing clients or within our database, I do it personally. Um, remember, some of the people are just in the data database because they reached out, not that they, meaning that precisely right. live in Miami. So that's one thing. But I think that um, the, the, the just fact that I can tell other eight people that are in my brokerage and they have at least 20 people that have worked with recently. I mean, that's already a big number. You have, I don't know, 20, yeah. however much that number is, <laughs> a, a, a little bit of a, you know, out, outreach of, of people that are already in Miami. Right. Well, I mean, maybe one thing is to like, this is kind of like really old school, like the whole direct mail concept, but I think it would be worth it if to send like a like a little care package um, to people like a month after they moved here into a new spot. Yeah, yeah. And like I, have it be a local voices care package co-sponsored by like the brokerage, yeah, you know, like, right. hey, think of us next time you renew. Here's local voices. Check out all yeah. the awesome characters in Miami. That's super cool. So I think direct mail might be a way. Yeah. I, I don't know about us email blasting if that really is going to do yeah, it. Yeah, the email sometimes works, sometimes it doesn't. You can tell for, for yourself. If you go buy, you know, a new pair of shoes, then maybe you're into the email list, but it doesn't mean that you need shoes the next month. Right. So um, people see it, keeping in, keep, they keep it in mind, but they probably won't act on it. Having something, it's nice. A text is nice. Even just a text. Be like, hey, Even a text, hey, so you guys can have it in your process. Yeah. yeah. Be like, you know, say you, you helped Maria move into, um, you know, south, south of Fifth. Mm -hmm. And two months later, you're like, hey, Maria, I hope everything's going well. Um, you know, just think of me if, or if, if any friends need help. Uh, yeah. I hope you're enjoying south of fifth uh there's actually this cool podcast that showcases characters in the area if you're ever mm -hmm. looking for new mm -hmm. fitness or, or what restaurant ideas just like working that into there yeah um but i guess what would be your motivation would be just to help give them a better experience but you know someday people might go see the podcast first and then be like oh i need a real estate agent let me check the local no, voice i pits. think that I, <laughs> I think the motivation for me would be just you know this is a good thing you're doing um, whether it gets me a new client or not, which it would be good, it's just uh, the fact of the matter you're doing this. You're inviting me here, and I appreciate that. So that that's motivation enough. Just so people know more and more. Now I'm gonna have to add, add myself to the, your meetups because I think it's super cool. And now people are kind of going out a little bit more. So um, and doing you know just something else, something different. Just getting out of you know work is important and everything, but just no meeting people is so important mm -hmm. just for many things so for our own happy well-being 
you know yeah. we need that so i think that's 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 reason enough yeah, yeah. okay so speaking mm-hmm. of well-being yeah i mean just hosting at least once a week someone new is like one of my weekly habits mm-hmm. that keeps me grounded and, and happy um what's one of your like good habits that you have that you've cultivated Oof. Uh, i think that something that keeps me going is having a agenda like a little calendar um just having what knowing where my time is going um it's not that i don't like to be spontaneous or something but work wise i think it's very important for me to have that if not i just go out of track um at least working out every other day going for a walk or a little run um i don't do this much but drinking a lot of water as much yeah. as you can that's especially gonna when you keep wake up you fresh yeah. yeah it's gonna keep you fresh and sourcing information learning don't limit yourself just um i started reading two days ago this new book that i think is going to be amazing it's called atomic habits oh i've had so many people tell me about that yeah. uh, that'll be my next you book. have to get it yeah. uh, i literally am in page four and i'm like yeah. already um, I'm a little scared to read it because I'm so habit already. I, I, the power of habit, like Charles, and there was another book about habits. I'm like to the point of habits where I'm starting to design like monthly habits, mm-hmm, weekly habits, mm-hmm. and like quarterly habits. Yeah. Like every year we do this, right. like, like I, traditions. I, think, you know? I think that's good, but I think that this, I haven't, as I said, I probably am on page four. Um, I think it's not going about this huge changes in your life you're doing this you're not gonna eat meat anymore or whatever something huge i think it's little things that you can do like you said just open your eyes drink a glass of water kiss the mirror in the morning before you go that's a good one every time you get up yeah just do it just do it that's good (laughs) (laughs) and you know little things that can make you better for me i'm old-fashioned I write down my little notebook everything that I'm gonna do that day because it keeps me if I have an additional and it always changes but if I didn't do it yeah. I don't know where I would be you know gotta have just, a plan. I mean you gotta be open to the world yes, and spontaneity yes. yeah but there's nothing like having a plan so every time like when I finally have coffee which is usually like around 11 11 30 mm-hmm. um, you know I write out my my afternoon and it's like 1 p.m. this, 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., 5 p.m., 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m. And then like, literally every hour has like, a yeah, task. Right, so right. Uh, it's, you know, one thing I learned from Tony Robbins is, you know, he advised schedule everything, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just like schedule everything. Right. And that way you, it's one way to be, to, to live life kind of in a, in a mode where no matter what, like you have certain, you know, tasks yeah. and things you can do. Even if you're scheduling a bo- reading book in the sun, like yeah, and put you don't get bombarded, but like the actual real, real tasks, things that you really, really need to do, like pay your bills, for example. Um, and then the part of, of not limiting your your knowledge, just listening to podcasts. Do you listen to podcasts? What's yes. one of your favorite podcasts? Habits and Hustle, Jen Cohen. Habits and Hustle, nice. Yes, uh, she is really cool, and she has had as guests like this incredible people um i like this is like for fun true crime podcast true crime. Oh, sure. <laughs> and um there's another one that i started listening to i can't remember the name but this is uh, a, a a brain trainer kind of manager for habits and like you know 
time management which is for me a big one um so yeah i don't limit my i love to listen to ted talks just mm. play them there while i'm working just having this background and yeah it doesn't all have to be like a strict military habits you know sometimes you want to just watch movies on a sunday yeah and get out of your like the routine is great but chilling just not doing something you know uh nothing is also good yeah. i think i do that at least a couple hours a week <laughs> no it's, it's really important to schedule those blocks where you know you're just there's nothing like you're just not doing is doing you know happy you are healing. to just you know look out the window or the balcony or just drive i love driving i mm. like to go on for little drives and see what's around the neighborhood or something yeah nothing like getting so, on yeah. the horse so Last few questions, usually we always end with like, okay, for example, I'm curious, what's one of your favorite restaurants or a few of your favorite restaurants in Miami? Oh, goodness. I love to eat. Um, so with my friend that we met, uh, we had, we, we're not doing it anymore, uh, but we had this little Instagram for like a food Instagram blog, whatever. I love eating. I can tell you a couple places because I don't have one favorite. Yeah, Say a few. So Michael's Genuine in yeah, the design that. district then there's this little teeny tiny place on uh mimo district that is called luna pasta okay and they sell fresh pasta so sometimes i pick up some pasta from there and you can cook it at home um cafe creme is in north miami it's a little french bakery um oh goodness i don't know what else I'm hungry. That's good. That's a nice variety there. <laughs> oh, the Piazzetta. It's just a ba- uh, okay. pizza place on the upper upper Buena Vista area. Oh, so good. Okay. Pizza. Nice. Yeah. So what do you get at Michael's Genuine? What do you order there? Ooh, depends. Uh, a burger, maybe. <laughs> They're great. They have an amazing wine selection. And they also have like a raw bar. Cool. Yeah, so nice. either something... Something All right, we always do this. Last question: what? Who are some of the few, <laughs> a few people, uh, you know, in, in Miami that you know you'd be interested in hearing a pop? Net? See, you're actually a podcast listener, so this is like huge for me because it's sometimes rare to find those in Miami. But if you were to listen to someone's story in Miami, who's some people that we could have on the podcast? Like, who'd you be interested in learning more about their story, even if just like a few people? Ooh, I don't know. Like a famous chef, or or just someone that that you admire in Miami. Right, right, right. Um. I, I don't know. I, have, know. I need to. I need no, a no, minute. No, no, no. I need a minute. Maybe um, maybe a nurse. I don't know one, but yeah, like just just like a nurse, somebody in the health industry. Help. Uh, I gotta get know. sick then. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just I'm sure somebody knows a nurse. Uh, just oh, I know a I, I know a doctor course, actually, yeah. but he's actually moving. He's one of my good friends here. Um, he's a ER doctor and, um, you know, we, we talk around this crazy year last year, um, and not about like, oh, how was it? All of that. But it's more about like, that is a dedication career, you know, it's oh, not right. like mine, like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm on the phone going to apartments and here and that. No, this is a dedication. This is a, yeah. you know, like... so something like that would be cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe my friend will have some time. Oh, that's over. a great answer because obviously there's a whole other perspective with COVID. And, yes, so, um, and it's not to bear on the freaking COVID, but it's just like this was a year like for
for people like in our times right. where they really had to endure and really know if they really wanted to be a nurse or really wanted to be a doctor. They really, you know, uh, it was hard, I, I, I guess, I believe. So um, that would be cool. And, um, and there's a person that I kind of know, but I forgot his name. And he's owner of a couple of restaurants. And he's very into, I'll have to get back with you with the name, but I see him on Instagram and I think him and his wife or girlfriend, I don't know, have developed all these concepts on restaurants. And David this, Grootman? Like, no, he's, no. He's got a lot of not, like, I think I know who that is, but um, yeah, so so somebody like that, they that, that brings a concept into town and it's just people are just amazed with it. Mm. Yeah, that people who cool. kind of shape our town and our culture and, um, you know, food is obviously such a big part of life. Yeah. So, yeah. awesome. Well, uh, yeah. thanks for sharing all that. Thank that was you. super exciting. I look forward to seeing you at some of the meetups. And then, yeah, uh, for sure. Might even now host, I'm interested. Yeah. We do have monthly art walks in different okay. districts. I'll probably add another monthly event where we just, like, network with, like, people who are real estate agents or something like right. people who like know all the new people moving into town because those are the people who would enjoy the podcast the most. So, right. you know, it's just like, it's nice to put the two together and also the artists. So like I can even like create this monthly event where we, we connect real estate agents, like artists, painters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's kind of like an art meets real estate, like meetup. Yeah, I like that. That and, way. You know, I, I, as I said, I have great people I've met that are real estate agents you know, while working that, um, that are real estate agents, but have, you know, a, a whole life just, just like me, like, just like you. And that know a lot of people too. I mean, that's, um, I'm already thinking about someone. So, um, that is just something that has a little bit more, you know, years living here that knows a little bit more people, mm. but, um, and that has also experienced the new wave of, 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 yeah other state would you ever invite people. your people that your clients to like like an art gallery event where uh, they could like say hey you know there's this monthly art gallery event where you could like i know you just moved in how's it going like are you in need of any more decorations because we had there's this monthly event hosted by local voices where there's like you know art for sale yeah that would be interesting. of course of course and and i know i mean art is for any ages and i have people from all ages mostly younger uh, the younger you know millennial age um but yeah i mean one thing leads you to another so i think it's it's always a good time so why not awesome all right yeah. mm-hmm. well thanks for sharing I, uh, you're definitely one of the most uh kind and and soft-spoken agents out there i, I think <laughs> you obviously care so i think you'd, you'd be a great person to take around town and and you know experience miami so yeah uh, you need, you know, those good people out there to of course, of course. such a, a nurturing position that you have yeah. and you need to be like that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not far off from being a nurse a little bit. You're kind of you're nurturing, <laughs> you're nurturing people, but it's a little more fun and, and exciting. It's travel area focus. too. Yeah. Yeah. For it's sure. Travel focus. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. I, no, I thought really I fun. was not going to be able to say anything. Like I was going to be, you know. I told you, nope, don't prepare nothing. I know. Like, I know. Look, it was just, like just... Just regular conversation yeah. yeah yeah there's no there's no homework with local cool, voices cool. no i thought maybe you need like statistics or some numbers or something i'm like okay that I need just to shows Google. the type of person you are yeah no yeah because i wanted to be prepared well for so. me when i prepare i prepare my energy yeah more than yeah. more than preparing things yeah. like i like to be as clear-headed and and i think that's 
that, that's preparation. Sometimes you do need to study up a lot. Right. But well, sometimes... Because me, I'm me. I mean, like, this, nice, and like, I, I try to be as best as I can. But when it comes to, like, real facts that I want to make sure I'm giving you the oh, yeah. information. Well, I'm, I'm no fact checker. I'm no fact seeker. <laughs> I, I have, my memory's not good enough for that. I'm the worst guy at trivia. So don't think oh, you do wow. bar trivia. No, it's not for me. But I'll, I'll go and make a fool of myself. But um, <laughs> anyway, it's always, always fun to... It was super fun. 